Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of some Swiss Army Scorpion. We just wanted to take a minute here to let you guys know how much we really appreciate you coming back week after week, listening to the six of us idiots ramble on about a game involving dice and fantasy and imagination. We really appreciate it. It's it's very humbling how much you guys are willing to stick with us week after week. That being said, we know there are things we could probably be doing better. Please let us know. Check us out on Twitter, Discord. Um, send us an email. Yeah, just just let us know. If there's anything you want to see more of, or hell, if you want to see less of it, just let us know. But yeah, on top of that, we also have our Patreon set up, still up and running. We truly appreciate everything that you guys are already contributing. But if there's anyone that's uh, listening and feels like we add a little value to your life, maybe think about adding a little value to ours. We don't ask for much, and we're not going to stop doing this, so I'm not going to hold you hostage or anything. But having said that, and gotten that out of the way, I present to you guys episode 91, Endicana DeVita, honey. Octopussies. Squid pussy. Octo dick. <laughs> Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. <laughs> so, you guys uh, just returned from Port Peril. Where you uh, got a lucrative new fellow to follow you back to your island and uh, maybe start a uh, an alehouse enterprise. And when you arrived, Sandera uh, brought Devoth aside and said, oh, by the way, you've got visitors. Yep. So I basically told her, yeah, go ahead and lead on. I asked Sandera, does, does he want fish? Has he been asking for fish? She says, uh... What makes you think it's a man scram? Maybe it's an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? Uh, well, have they been demanding fish? Uh, not so far. Okay. I think it's safe to both. Sweet clearance. <laughs> Way to really hold it down. Did he ask for fish? No. Yeah. Okay, it's safe. Devoth <laughs> just kind of looks at him like knowing that scram recently died. Like, oh yeah, thanks for declaring it safe. <laughs> If Devoth kind of gives that kind of look, Scram kind of just looks back down and be like, oh, God, you reminded me. Yeah, I died. Thanks for reminding me. God, you ever let that go? That's, that's got to be just part of your <laughs> your standard <laughs> vocabulary now. Thanks I, for reminding me that I died. I pulled, I pulled, I pulled Cher off to the side. I go, uh, You couldn't pull listen. me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I go, uh, Cheryl... Phrasma wanted me to tell you something. You gotta stop asking ridiculous questions. She's getting a headache. <laughs> <laughs> she like wrote a little note and put on Scram's backpack before sending him back from the the boneyard. Yeah, I communicate with her daily, but yeah, she has to reach out to you. You don't even like Phrasma. He might feel a little better about her now. Yeah, I mean, like you know, she placed me off to the side. I'm just like, oh, okay. we did some jello shots. She's really cool. <laughs> All right. All right. So you are brought up to the the second floor of the building that you met. No, not the building that you met. Uh, oh shit. What was what was his name? Ederly. Ederly. It is. Hey, Axel. Real quick. When you say you are brought, is this just Devoth going, or what? What's the situation? Like where? That's where good, is everybody? That's a good question. I don't know. Hearing Sandera say Devoth, you have visitors. Follow me. 
and uh, would anybody be inclined to follow Devoth? And then Devoth, would you uh, be inclined to tell everyone to fuck off if they started following you? Uh, I definitely wouldn't invite them along, but if they wanted to just tag along, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop them either. All right, Scram's tagging along. Of course he is. Yeah, Ivan's a nosy bitch. <laughs> All right, so you guys are. Uh, she brings you into the mess hall and takes you upstairs, where you remember there are several bedrooms. So she brings you into the uh, the largest bedroom, and sitting on the bed, uh, you see a. An, an attractive woman, maybe a little past her prime, but only very slightly. She looks like she's like mid thirties. <laughs> Sorry, mid thirties is past her prime. Way like, <laughs> howdy, Alex. Can, can we redo this? We're gonna alienate what little female fan base we have. God, that's such a kick good in the teeth too, because I'm in my mid thirties. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'd say I'm definitely past my prime, and I'm just barely nah. past thirty. <laughs> I haven't had uh, my prime yet. Okay, <laughs> keep us posted. <laughs> you guys, it happened. <laughs> totally primed out yesterday. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. Dude, All downhill you, from you, here. <laughs> well, exactly. You already, you got a long life left. Double what you've lived already. Ah, you assume it's long, but let me prove you wrong. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, okay, let me, let me, I guess I need to rephrase that atrociously <laughs> offensive statement. <laughs> Fucking Hitler over here. Literally Hitler. Axel hates women. That's, that's <laughs> Axel hates women. Tell everyone it's you true. know. Guys, you ever get the feeling you're just going with girls because you're supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are taken into the largest bedroom where you see this gorgeous woman. She has her whole life ahead of her. If you could give her a number between 1 and 10, it would be 11. Uh, she looks like she's 35 and... Like a fine wine, with every passing year, she looks like she's get twice as bangable as the year before. I love and it when men write women. She... <laughs> 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 you see a beautiful woman sitting on the bed. She is dressed in fine clothes. She has some nice, albeit modest, jewelry. And she turns and sees Captain Devoth enter, and she stands up. And uh, gives him a polite curtsy. And she says, And you must be Captain Devoth. I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage, miss. You'll know me, but I don't know you. Oh, how rude of me. Uh, my name is Odessa Requio. I have come to your island with a uh, a bit of bad luck on my side. See, I represent a small group of young women who are seeking employment we hail from a tavern in quent and our employer had abused us for the last time so we decided to fight to seek our own employment and be our own masters unfortunately the ship that we took out of quent dropped us off here when we refused their passes so i suppose if nothing else we would be grateful for safe passage back to a back to the nearest port town but perhaps instead we can come up with a more lucrative arrangement can i sense motive on this sure and i'd like to turn on my aspect of the owl 
so you can really know who she is. Yep, but I rolled like a ducus. I did not roll like a ducus, so I got a 36. Uh, Devoth, you're not sensing any uh, any deception. Although you you think that there may be something that she hasn't told you. You're sensing some element left out of her story. Well, Miss Odessa, I will say the offer is very tempting. I'm not sure how well you are uh, aware of my reputation and uh, you know recent events concerning my acquisition of this island. But it is a recent acquisition, and we are looking to build up a bit of a settlement on here. We actually just made a new friend. He's going to be setting up a brewery on the island. And as you can see, we have this whole fort, and there's plenty of room in it. My crew isn't going to be here all the time. We could use people to staff it and look over the place when we're not around. But when I enter into a business arrangement, I need to be sure that, you know, my partner isn't holding anything back. And I get the sense that you are. She uh, she bows her head and says, indeed, I am aware of of your reputation. And I know that you won the this year's Free Captain's Regatta. It's all anybody talks about these days. Very well. In the interest of having a new start, I neglected to mention that the tavern that we worked in uh, was primarily a brothel. Oh, so? she Her face grows a little flush, and she says, that's all. If, if it's all the same to you, I suppose uh, we can leave it at that. I mean, were you looking to set up a similar establishment here, or no. did you want other... We do not want that sort of employment anymore. However, we are... Very skilled at at being housekeepers, waitresses. How, what a, what pay are you looking to get out of this? She says, well, in total there are seven of us. The ladies underneath me, skilled as they are with uh, their job set, would make about nine gold pieces a week each in a prosperous town. I consider myself a modest woman, but in the interest of appraising my skill set appropriately, I would uh, expect myself to make about 24 gold pieces a week. So if you were to do the math, you are looking at about 80 gold pieces a week or 4,000 gold pieces a year uh, with that proposal. Well, as you can see, miss, this is not quite a prosperous city. As much as I would appreciate your assistance and that of your women, and I can promise you, you would be safe here. I'm afraid we wouldn't be able to pay quite that much. But, again, you would be safe. You would uh, not have to worry about any sort of unwanted advances. I'll make sure of that. But I leave it, I leave it to you. If you require safe passage, something could be arranged soon. Maybe not right now, but soon. But... Again, you're you're welcome to set up shop here. Like I said, we're going to have a brewer who's going to need help staffing a tavern pretty soon. And we've got this whole fort that needs to be kept up as we improve it, so. Make a diplomacy check. Uh, Dvoth got a 29 on his diplomacy. All right, all right. Odessa says, that is a fair point, Captain Devoth, that uh, this island can hardly be called a uh, thriving port at the moment. But there is opportunity in growing from the ground up in a new pa- new place. Very well said. For the time being, I would ask two gold pieces per week for each of us. And at a time where 
regular patronage is brought to this island, perhaps I can take up the task of payroll of the alehouse that is to be constructed to support your brewer, and I can see to it that myself and my ladies are paid for, and the alehouse remains prosperous and profitable. That seems reasonable. I believe you have a deal. She bows her head and uh, extends a, a hand to be shaken. Devoth clasps it firmly and kind of gives her a little bow. With that, she brings you into uh, the other bedrooms and introduces you to uh, the other women uh, with her uh, and tells you their names and uh, you uh, remember their names. Yeah. So, wait, how long have they been you? staying here? We've just been posting them up for free room and board for this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> We've only been gone like two, three days. Five days. Uh, Sandera says, uh, they, they, they got here around uh, about two days ago. Uh, rode up to the docks. Didn't really know what to make of it at the time. <laughs> I said to Sandera, no, you did well bringing them here. So catch me up. What else has been going on since... What else has been happening since we took our unexpected trip? Oh, it's been... Very quiet. Uh, you'd have loved it. Uh, I'm sure we got a lot of mileage out of that volleyball court that you uh, that you made out front. <laughs> <laughs> we did a uh, a quick once over with the rest of the island, and uh, we didn't see anything really worth note. Uh, there, there's a mountain up to the north that seems to have some sort of creatures roosting in it. And to my knowledge, you haven't uh, explored that mangrove swamp yet, but I believe that's it. Did you get the chance to check out that uh, that pen of dinosaurs just north of here a bit? They seem very territorial. The part part of the uh, part of the fence is broken. If I had to guess, I'd say one or two of them probably have been able to walk out by now. But we we didn't really uh, get too close. The one that we did get a little close to uh, charged us, but he uh, but he gave up when we gave him some space. Good to know. All right. Well. Uh... If you would like, you're welcome to hang around and keep checking out the island and help me break it in, but if you wanted to go and get your crew back out pirating, I wouldn't blame you. She nods. Yeah, uh, Fever C was starting to uh, to get a little old for me, but, you know, Donna, I've been away for a couple weeks now and starting to miss it. Should probably give Knuckles a chance to get out of Tidewater Rock for a bit, too. Yeah, uh, we didn't. we never told him we were going to see you, so... Uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, excited to see us. Yeah, that uh, that probably sounds like a good idea. <laughs> All right, so uh, Sandero will leave the next morning. What are you guys going to do? Uh, we'll hang out for the night, and then, yeah, we'll see them off in the morning and go from there. All right, so you do that. I'm going to tack a day off of everything. Okay, so it is the next day, and uh, Sandera and her crew uh, head out. On the internship, back to the Fever Sea. All right. So, yeah, we'll give uh, Sandera a send-off, do a quick check-in with Aaron Ivy, make sure things are progressing okay. So, that reminds me. Uh, so, you guys brought some raw materials back with you from Port Peril. Yes. So, fully renovating the fort, uh, including repairing the eastern wall and the gate towers, will cost you 10 points of plunder. If Scram commits 10 castings of Fabricate, the cost is going to drop to 5 points of plunder. Wow. Uh, a successful 
craft carpentry or stone masonry check will reduce either of those costs by one point of plunder. And then spending a week harvesting lumber from the island and succeeding at a profession logger or diplomacy or intimidate uh, to motivate your workers uh, reduces either of these costs by an additional point of plunder. So if Scram commits 10 castings of Fabricate, you guys make a uh, successful craft check and then you spend a week harvesting lumber with a successful check on that. You could be looking at a measly three points of plunder to renovate this fort. You then have the uh, the option to build a harbor in the bay. Because right now you guys are just kind of mooring your ship off there and then you got to take a rowboat in. Which isn't, you know, horrible. But having a har- like having actual dock systems would be nice. Yes, it would it'd probably be pretty impressive if... Uh, Within two months we've got a working harbor. Yeah, three months. Right. But all the same. Uh, so for that... It'll cost you five points of plunder for a full harbor. Scram, if Scram commits five castings of Fabricate, the cost drops to three points of plunder. Uh, successful craft carpentry or ship's check reduces either of those costs by one point of plunder. Uh, spending a week harvesting lumber from the island, seeding out a check, reduces the, either of these costs by one point of plunder. So you could have a harbor for one point of plunder if you spend a week harvesting lumber, Scram casts five castings of Fabricate, and then, obviously, any points of plunder referenced by any of those uh, prices can be substituted by a thousand gold pieces if you don't have the like an actual point actual. of plunder. Okay, so for two weeks worth of lumber and fifteen castings of fabricate, we could get this done for as little as four points of plunder. Correct for completely rebuilding the fort and getting a harbor. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds good. tasty. That's that's more or less uh, what you guys get out of your conversation with Aaron. Like he's like, "Oh, we need to do this and this and this," and then Scram can chime in at any point, being like, "Oh, we, like I got, I got, I got that and that covered. Uh, we only need, we like, we don't need You're materials just rain for that." It. Yeah, I could. <laughs> we, we don't, we don't need like iron rivers for that. I could just fuse all that wood together. You're good. So that's what you're looking at right now. Awesome. And then uh, also, my goal is to. Uh, actually get those transporters working as well. Yeah, uh, that'll be... It's one day of work, uh, and you gotta make the... Uh, I believe it was a... Craft knowledge... Wondrous Items check, or Knowledge Arcana. Make whole and... I'm pretty craft. sure it was a Knowledge Arcana check. I remember it being like ridiculously like perfect for Scram to yeah, be able was, to uh, do. Yeah, I think it was... You, craft... can only, you can only attempt it if you have the Craft Wondrous Item feat. Right. And then you need make whole right so you need to make a spellcraft or use magic device check combined with a casting of make whole and that'll represent like a full like an eight hour uh day of work so like my assumption is like uh scram and aaron ivy kind of like get together and like you know create a list of things that need to be done and we go up to devoth and it's just like so Here's this mile-long list of things that need to be done, but don't worry, it should take, like, maybe... Two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scram hands Devoth, like, a, a mon- like a list of uh, materials, times, and prices for, like, a mundane uh, version of the, of the repairs, 
and the boss is like, oh, 15,000 gold, like, that's going to really drive us up. And then Scram's like, or we can just, like, I can use Fabricate. And, like, he hands him, like, a little, like, sticky note <laughs> with, <laughs> with the materials just, and costs that he needs with that. Just be scary once a day to get these guys to kind of <laughs> move along. All right. Yeah, I'll just tell Aaron Ivy, just, yeah, get what you need. Um, we've got plenty of funding to get that done. So, yeah, just just do what you got to do, and Scram's available to help whatever you need. Okay. And I kind of give Scram, like, one of those, like, ruffle his hair type of things, like, I finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you were born to do, kid. <laughs> Guess it's finally paying off to keep you around, huh? <laughs> Scrape doesn't know it, to take that as a compliment or as like a side of like worry oh shit I need to do a good job here <laughs> dude it's so funny because yesterday I was just listening to old school Scram like do you need anything fixed <laughs> and now he's like cracking his knuckles he's like alright this whole fucking island <laughs> do you need anything fabricated <laughs> yeah let me let me get my 3D printing fingers out. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like what uh, to do that diplomacy check with those ladies. I was going to uh, see if they needed to get anything fixed. <laughs> <laughs> do you need any clothes sewn? I'm sure I have a book. Good for you though, Tom. Fucking from way back then to you've taken. Something that seems so stupid and silly as do you need anything fixed made it incredibly badass. That was the entire point. Fucking <laughs> loved it. Every time Tom does something stupid, just know <laughs> it's got a two-year payoff. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts because it's so true. <laughs> now that we've got Aaron Ivy sent off his stuff and he has a list of things to start working on, uh, let's check out the rest of the island. Seems like the only thing we really have left is the mangrove swamp and that dinosaur mountain. Actually, first things first, like, since it's right nearby, we should hit the Triceratops pen. Okay. We will check that out and see if we can repair that and see see what function it serves. Other than, you know, the obvious of keeping them enclosed. All right. I'm going to fly ahead as an owl. Get my, my daily laps in. All right. So it's just about an hour uh, walk. For you guys, uh, Ivan, you get there in probably like 10 minutes. And a giant-sized corral sits on the eastern shore of a large lake. Oh, I mage mar- armored both of us this morning. Oh, good Nick. thinking. Several of the corral's beams, each one the size of an entire tree, lie broken and smashed on the ground. Massive footprints from the heavy beast have long since dried in the muddy pasture. Uh, so give me a perception or survival check. I got a 22 Ivan, you spot a pair of triceratopses. Tri- triceratopses? Triceratops? Triceratops. Uh, two, uh, a triceratops pair uh, grazes near the uh, the broken timbers. They're just kind of hanging out. All right, I'll just kind of circle around top until the group gets there. Okay. They're just, they're just being dinosaurs? Yeah, they're just doing their thing, eating some grass. Yeah, I mean, they're not hurting them. Does it look like there's any life in the lake? Like fish and other things? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's nothing out of the ordinary, but with your bird of prey eyes, you spot uh, plenty of fish. Looks like a healthy ecosystem. kind of hungry. Can I nab a couple of those fish while I wait? 
Yeah. You've got plenty of time. Yeah. Do that. Any salmon in there? Have a little morning locks? You you spot some, uh, I don't... <sighs> Just say yes. Let me eat my imaginary salmon. Yeah, but salmon aren't, like, it, this is like a saltwater lake. Uh, I think they're saltwater salmon. Yeah, Usually, salmon. Yeah, salmon. Like go Alaska. Yeah, and it's not Alaska a salt, salmon. It's they not, like cold water. Salmon go both and it's ways. Saltwater lake. It flows from the mountain and into the ocean. Yeah, but it's really close to the ocean. There's probably a little bit of salt. So is the Hudson River. Uh, that's not how that works. River. That's not how that works at all, Alex. <laughs> I wonder what the like how many millions per particle for them to deem it as salt water. Like, I mean, salt water doesn't like salt doesn't flow up river. I mean, <laughs> definitely. There definitely is something to that. I don't know nearly enough about that to dispute it one way or another. Also, it's completely irrelevant. So, <laughs> Nick, pick a fish and you fucking eat it. <laughs> Switch to Thank bass. You. I, I enjoy my morning of fresh, fresh, fresh salmon. Uh, after about half hour, after you uh, catch your fish of indeterminate species, the uh, rest of the group shows up. You guys see... A big old owl circling a hundred feet or so over the ground and semi far in the distance uh, above above uh, a couple of triceratops. Okay. I look at Scram. I look at the fence. I look back to Scram. Anything you can do about that? Is there anything I could do about that? Make hole would probably. Yeah, that seems like a perfect opportunity for a make hole. <laughs> uh, that's a. 10 minute cast time i'm a little bit nervous about doing that with what uh with the dinosaurs just dinosauring i i, I mean i guess i can uh we'll we'll keep them away from you scrap got it i kind of like try to sneak up like really quiet like like you're gonna do some triceratops tipping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna spook some uh some triceratops so if you guys are just waiting around for Scram to finish his make whole spell. Uh, ten minutes goes by and the fence is repaired. Yes. It seems like it's still not in great shape, but it'll definitely have it uh, functional. Until we can shore it up a little more completely. So now what? Dinosaurs. Yeah. But mountain style. Yeah. We did We did one set of dinosaurs. Let's go to the other one. Oh, Okay. If uh, if Leon doesn't mind, we'll uh, levitate up those that giant cliff. Nope, I know my purpose. Two, right? Yeah. Assume, assuming uh, Devoth carries Scram and uh, Cheryl carries Leon. We should put an elevator in here. <laughs> or, like, fix that teleportation circle. Yeah, we'll get there. Mm. So, you guys probably killed a half hour uh, checking out the Triceratops pen, casting Make Hole. Mm. Sounds about right. Okay, so about an hour and a half goes by, and you are at that large bridge that had the Cyclops statues with, like, the big rubies in there uh, for, for eyes that are worth, like, 500 gold each. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's pop those out now while we're okay. on our way. Uh, you you pass the uh, the ruins of Sumitha on your way. Those, those two rubies that were still left, right? Yeah, I don't, I think, no, I think they were fire opals, but yeah, they're 500 gold each. And there's there was two of them remaining. Yes. Okay. As if we didn't shit enough all over that little civilization. Yeah, we won. If you fix, you're giving if you your... fix up the place. Is it still called ruins? Oh, good question. I don't know, but yeah, I... I think it's called like New Rome, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> New Sumitha. Yes, New Sumitha. <laughs> New Mitha. New Mitha. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, New I'm, Mitha. 
I'm imagining you guys like giving a tour to like the pirate council and you like get to this bridge and you're like, and here are these like giant statues of Cyclopes. Nobody knows what happened to the gemstones that once laid in the eye sockets. The pirates are like, ooh, and they're like taking pictures with their disposable cameras. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we take the gems out of the bridge and then we head north t- toward the mountain. All right. Progressively higher hills lead into this mountain, which provides a commanding view of the island's northeast coastline. Gullies from the runoff of tropical rainstorms form navig- navigable pathways up the sides of the peak. So it's pretty, pretty easy uh, hike to the top. Nice. So you're hiking up this mountain, and you see more and more frequent sightings of these giant flying creatures uh you guys can make a knowledge nature check to identify them oh i'm good at these Mm, me too i'll try my best so 16 for devoth 13 for ivan leon got a 21 20 for cheryl 24 for scream okay everyone identifies these beasts as pterodons large-sized flying dinosaurs you would know at least uh cheryl Scram and Leon, with your uh, high knowledge nature checks, that pterodons are pretty nothing threats to adventurers of your caliber. Can uh, we domesticate them? That uh, would be awesome. Scram was that's not Scram was saying he wanted things for people to be able to do on the island. <laughs> Get a ride <laughs> on our native these things name. Fly around on a pteranodon. There, they are. It, it wouldn't be impossible to domesticate them. You know that they're. Fairly intelligent as far as, like, animal intelligence goes. Like, about on par with, say, a uh, dog. That's that's Ivan's new mission while Scram's spending two weeks fucking... Dicking around. Yeah. Fabricating. So I'll take some of the, uh, a couple of the women with me. So that there'll be somebody <laughs> there to, like, tend to them once we're gone. Yeah, that makes sense. So are you? Do you guys proceed, or do you just go? Oh, pterodons! Like we'll come back here later and domesticate them. No, let's go check it out. Let's go check out the nest. Okay. Oh man, that oh, means there's man. not going to be anything alive for me to domesticate. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that's, that's pretty much exactly where Scram's at. I mean, I got the idea. There's like a whole flock of these things. I don't. Unless Scram's going to start throwing around fireballs, I don't think we're getting rid of the whole flock. No, no, no. We're clearly worried about you and that thing on your back you can name chip <laughs> uh, i swing once its head splits open i swing again another one's head splits open i mean it would <laughs> crack te- coconuts it would technically yeah. be easier to start from the beginning so if they lay eggs we could probably Ooh, collect those point. eggs and uh all right so we get a certain way up the mountain and it becomes clear that these things are going to get territorial so we decided it's not worth the trouble right now and we double back We'll come back another time. Okay. Are you going back to the fort, or are you proceeding to the mangrove? Oh, we'll head to the mangrove swamp. Okay. What's your line of attack for this mangrove swamp? Like, are you just, like, coming right here because it's the closest part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, we're just going to head straight east from the dinosaur mountain to that area of the mangrove swamp. All right, so... It is a, it is a little bit of a uh, a climb down to get into the swamp it's like a drop off once you get to the the yellowish part of the map down to sea level and a dense overgrown swamp stretches beneath this mile-long cliff 
Colorful birds make their nests among the foliage. Their mating calls echoing across the expanse. Uh, you guys can give me perception checks. Devoth, don't see it. 28 from Cheryl. I haven't got a 20. 11 from Scram. For the most part, it's just a... It's just like a like a big old swamp. It's it's kind of pretty, but it's you know at its what at the end of the day it's still a swamp. So you know it's a little messy uh, exploring. You do find uh, the remains of two creatures that appear to be uh, cyclopes after exploring the uh, swamp for about an hour. Oh, uh, I wonder what did this to them. Can uh, can I investigate the? Uh... Can I investigate that? Like, you know, see if it was, like, puncture, bludgeoning, or... Give me a heal check. A natural 20 for 20. It is not easy to uh, identify a cause of death. It's fairly obvious that they're cyclopes, mostly for context. Uh, They're large-sized creatures you can identify, like, humanoid features on. But the bodies are... Partially, like, decayed, but it looks, like, semi-fresh. It almost looks like they're, like, partially digested. And, that like, great pressure applied to them. Like, they're very, like, contorted and, yeah. Like a big old octopus guy squeezed them to death? Ooh, I don't know. Scram might want to nope the fuck out because he's already been through this nonsense. <laughs> he's... He looks at Devoth like, you've been squeezed to death? No, but I've been partially digested. That's true. You, you were just partially digested. <laughs> yeah, I guess Ivan wouldn't be too fond of this scene either. Oh, well, let's, uh, let's be on the lookout for something that can do that. It's Scr- not really something I want uh, hanging around my island, you know? Scram uh, casts Enlarged Person on Devoth. All right, so Scram casts Enlarged Person on Devoth, and... Uh, that's when you notice a little glint of something uh, underneath uh, the muck, like right next to one of the cyclopes. Like it's like the like light reflecting off of something metal or something. Um, no, no, I already felt <laughs> this once. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Was like, nope. Who's got mage hand? Someone else pick it up. I have mage hand. I'm gonna use mage hand to pick up whatever's in there. Can we go back as far back as possible with uh, mage hand there? <laughs> what? Scram's worried about, you know, another giant manta ray thing swallowing one of us. Oh. You know, the last time I mean, we I'll picked up some up. random piece of metal that was sticking out of the ground. Oh, I am I remember. It killed Tuck Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is exactly I'm why I'm going to go over there and cast Mage Hand 25 <laughs> feet away. Boop. The object is a little too heavy for Mage Hand to, uh, to lift out of the ground, uh, but you are able to dislodge it somewhat. And it looks like the the glint was from a uh, a glass lens, uh, connected to like some sort of cylindrical object that is like still submerged in the muck. Uh, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, I'm going with you. I dig my hand in there. What's up? It was a little too heavy for Mage Hand, but it's really not super heavy because Ma- like Mage Hand's limit is like five pounds. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's a little stuck. But you can pull it right out. It's like a <laughs> out of the mud. And uh, it looks like a spyglass, but where the far end, like, uh, so, like, you've got the lens that you put your eye up to, uh, the lens that is on the other end of the spyglass is instead a large eyeball. And the spyglass is rather large. It looks like it was 
made for a large-sized humanoid. So I'm going to detect magic on the spyglass, and I got a 22 on the spellcraft, if it's necessary. All right, it is entirely necessary. I rolled a 20, 25 on the spellcraft. Okay. Rumored to be crafted from the preserved eye of an ancient cyclops, this spyglass has the ability not only to see greater distances, but also to see what was and what will be. This treasure has changed hands dozens of times in the last few centuries, and reports... Since the beginning of the Age of Lost Omens suggests that the powers of this strange device seem to be waning. Still, it is said that if a person peers through the lens into a mirror, she can see her own birth and death. It is called the Oracular Spyglass. I guess you wouldn't like automatically know all that just from a spellcraft check. It's just like the flavor text. Uh, but what you, what you do glean from your spellcraft check uh, is that this spyglass can act as a normal spyglass with the following effects. Up to three times per day, the user can peer through and choose to benefit from one of the following effects. After 10 minutes of viewing a location, person, object, etc., the viewer can make a knowledge history check regarding the subject at a plus 10 bonus, rolling twice and taking the better result. Another ability is for one minute, you can gain psychic impressions of past events from up to one hour ago through the spyglass. And another effect is you can view your reflection as a standard action to gain a plus five insight bonus on your next initiative check made within the next 10 minutes. That's pretty so, sweet. So up to three times per day, you can look through it and choose one of those three uh, effects. Sick. Nice. All right. I feel like we shouldn't sell that. I'll like put it in the pile. Could be handy. As they say. Should we hand it to Devosh. Should we see if, uh, if that Cyclops was digested about an hour ago? It doesn't look like it's that fresh. Uh, okay. And uh, and that's when Cheryl is attacked. Uh-oh. What? Oh, the barrel's in peril. By hunger pains, right? <laughs> hunger pains. They're back. They're serious this time. You mean business. 35 versus you're flat-footed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be a 35 versus me behind a wall. That would hit. <laughs> All right. So, a gargantuan gargantuan sized snake uh snakes why did it have to be snakes (laughs) a gargantuan sized snake with with lightning speed lunges down at you uh as it was uh perched up in the canopies of the uh of the swamp and you take 31 damage from the bite oh my god and does a 34 grapple oh yeah it does. I feel like we were all having a nice time until this happened. Also, you know, snakes are pretty good at knowing what they can and can't eat. You mm. think they'd go for the barrel? <laughs> How hungry is this thing? I don't know, but you take 34 more damage as it constricts you. Wait, 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 wait. Liberating command. Oh, so what does it do? It's an immediate action. And if the target is bound, grappled, or otherwise restrained, he may make an escape artist check to escape as an immediate action. He gains a competence bonus on this check equal to twice my caster level, maximum plus 20. So you have a plus 20. All right, so roll escape artist, Cheryl. I'm sure your escape artist modifier is already super high. Oh, no, it's negative five. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't so you have a from plus, many things. So you have a plus 15. Heart of the cards, this, heart of the cards. Roll. No! <laughs> He's rolling natural. He one. A... No, he rolled no, a that's six. Not a natural one. Uh, I got a six. 
So All right. Twenty-one. Six one. plus fifteen. Oh. Yeah. So you do not escape, uh, and you take another I... thirty-four uh, damage as it constricts you. Everyone, I, roll initiative. I, got, I have eighty-one HP, and now I have sixteen HP. <laughs> that is really uncool. Leon. Sixteen. Scram. Uh, ten. Devoth. Fourteen. Cheryl. Ten. What's your modifier? One. Scram. Uh, three. And Ivan, can I defer? I would. I mean, you can choose to delay your turn until after someone else. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, twenty-three. But I don't want to go first. Okay. So you you hold your turn, right? Well, it, it, is is that what I'm doing? I'm holding an action, or is there an actual like delay? Because I know there was talk about something about a delay. Yeah, you can delay your turn. Yeah, anytime you want, you can delay your turn. So you just don't go. You don't have a ready to action. And after somebody finishes their turn, you can decide, okay, I want to go now. And that is your new spot in the initiative. But you go after someone. You can't interrupt anybody with it. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I, I basically just want to go after the boss. So I'd like to. He wants to wait for the rage. Yeah. So I guess I would defer or delay. Okay. Uh, so it is the uh, Constrictor's turn. And he's going to try to maintain that grapple. Uh, you haven't. You haven't had a turn yet, so yeah. your immediate action is still taken up. Uh, so that is a. Then we just roll initiative after liberating command. Yeah, but it, it, an immediate action takes up your swift action on your next turn. You haven't had your next turn yet. Ah, okay. Yeah. Next turn. That makes sense. So that's going to be a forty-three to grapple. Yeah, that grapples. That's thirty constrict damage. Okay. Uh, I'm at negative fourteen. What's your so probably still const- hanging in there pretty good. What's your constitution score? Uh, fourteen. So you're technically is, dead. Is Cheryl dead? He's at negative fourteen, and his con is fourteen. <laughs> is that a yes? <laughs> oh my god! So you thought you were gonna make it through another book, bitch? <laughs> uh, that Bam, was easy. Surprise snake. Two turns. <laughs> dead snake. <laughs> what? So oh this my fucking god. no. What? This fucking snake uh, just, like, drops down, takes a giant chunk out of uh, Cheryl, and then just literally squeezes <laughs> the life out of him. Cheryl Yo, falls wait. prone. Dead. So, real quick. Yeah. We're, like, touring around the island thinking about how we can fix the place up. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if we did this. I'll fix that fence. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> oh, my God, Cheryl! <laughs> <laughs> We're like a, Cheryl's we're like always a, in peril, man. Yeah, we're gonna oh invite God. guests and shit to this island. <laughs> One of our main dudes just died <laughs> like that, like immediately. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, God. Well, obviously, the island's not ready for the public yet. <laughs> Jesus, I think Jurassic Park. Yeah. on week two opened up to the public. when Pirates of the Caribbean first opened, nothing worked. <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ. All right, Ivan. Ivan, it is your turn. So are you... No, I'm gonna, I was deferring to go after Devoth. Alright, so it is now Leon's turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up to Cheryl and cast Breath of Life, and I'm going to cast defensively. Okay. I don't even care if this works. Andrew, take a fucking Manny point. <laughs> <laughs> you literally... Our, our death counter should be at least three times the size of it. So the heart and soul of this team. This snake's got a pretty hefty reach, so... Mm-hmm. If you don't want to provoke from movement, you'll need to make an acrobatics check. Or cast grace. Or cast grace. I, I thought... So, hold on a second. Liberating command used my swift action? 
Liberating Command was an immediate action, which uses up your swift action on your next turn. Which is this turn. So I can't cast Grace. Turn. Yes, correct. Because it's a swift uh, action to cast. Correct. So, and here comes an acrobatics. Okay. You could always hold it, your yeah, action if, until one of us gets up there. I have telekinetic charge ready. I could possibly throw Cheryl's dead body at us. That's true. No. Like if you want, oh if my you, god. The, <laughs> the target of telekinetic charge is one creature, and Cheryl is not considered a creature when he's dead. He's an object? Pretty much, yes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, could, I got an eight on my acrobatics. Uh, that's going to provoke. Okay. Natural one. roll to confirm baby can't even touch me (laughs) 26 well i mean that confirms but i don't care wait no it doesn't confirm it doesn't it doesn't confirm like 20 i mean it doesn't confirm yeah Yeah. okay that's what i meant okay okay my ac is 23 okay that's fucking incredible because if this thing took cheryl down with such ease uh, I can't. I put up. I put up a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I was no pushover. I can't imagine uh, Leon being as hardy as Cheryl. I could be wrong, but what's Cheryl's HP right now? It's negative uh, fourteen. Neg- <laughs> negative fourteen. <laughs> yeah, are you hardier than that, Leon? Just a bit. Nor- normally, it's eighty-one when I'm feeling good. So concentration. Yeah. Apparently, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're looking at thirty-six. Oh wow. Oh okay. wow. Never mind. What so? Uh, what are you casting there? Breath of Life. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh. See, he's getting salty now. You're taking all the joy out of his killing. It's not killing. No, you know what? I actually love it this way because it means I can kill whoever I want, whenever I want, and there's no, no, no that's not what it <laughs> there's no that lasting can't be repercussions. Your I'm going to that heal Cheryl for thirty-eight. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like sit straight up like the Undertaker or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, it is now Devoth's turn. Okay, uh, Devoth starts his inspired rage as a move action, and then he's going to defensively cast a spell. What's he casting? Well, technically, I'm going to defensively cast the spell first, and then I'll do rage. But I'm going to cast freedom of movement on myself. Ooh, that's a really good idea. I'm going to hero point this. After rolling? No, I'm going to hero point it before rolling concentration. Oh, okay. Yeah, 25, it does it. Good thing wow. I used the hero point. Yeah, nice. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Devoth has freedom of movement. All right, good thinking. Scram, you're up. Nope, I'm going right. to take my spot now. And I'm going to charge tiger form. We're going to bite, claw, claw. And I'm picking lightning damage. And I'm going to use DeVos once per combat. and Burn the fucker. This is a giant. Yeah, I'll take some fire damage. All right. So lightning and fire. Oh, God. Roll the natural one on the bike. No. Roll to confirm. 29. That does not confirm. Hooray. Give me them claws. And... Yep. Oh, first one was a 17. <laughs> you rolled a two twice. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a, a whiff, whiff, and a whiff. I don't think I've rolled higher than an eight so far tonight. Wow. All right. Then it is Graham's turn. I'm going to cast Heavy Fog uh, fog Cloud. So the... Uh... Solid Fog? Oh, is it Solid Fog? It might be Solid Fog. I don't fog. know. Is it? I think it is. Okay. Why don't you explain to us what Solid Fog does? Are you sure you want me to explain it? <laughs> no. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's probably the smart choice. This spell functions like fog cloud, but in addition to obscuring sight, the solid fog is so thick that it impedes movement. Creatures moving through the solid fog move at half speed and take a minus two penalty on attack and damage rolls. Melee attack and damage rolls. The vapor prevents effective ranged weapon attacks. Creature cannot take a five foot step while in solid fog. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's last one minute per level, works just like fog cloud, which is uh, your choice. It's a 20 foot radius, you know, of your choice of area. Yep, and it's going to be pretty much dead center on the... Um, so you're just enveloping this anaconda, yep. the snake in fog. The snake sheepishly puts its bow away, and it is now Cheryl's turn. Right. So I'm right next to this thing, and now there's a fog, so... It's you are prone. Did it, it let go of me when I was grappled? So I'm prone. Yes. That's Just play right. dead. It'll leave you alone. <laughs> I guess you didn't have to play. <laughs> can I cast spells? I gotta become not prone, and then I can cast spells. You, you can, can cast, cast spells. Prone. Oh, I can. So I'm gonna heal myself with the. Uh... Now, Cheryl is out of the fog, but. He is still five feet away from the snake, so the snake can see him. Actually, the snake can see everybody, uh, because there's less than five feet of fog between it and the edge of the fog. I mean, it's still affected by the movement thing, but it can see everybody. Uh, everybody has a 20% concealment against it, but it has the same thing against all of you. Okay, yeah, I'm going to defensively... Well, is there any way I can move away a five-foot step? Will uh, that help me at all? Well, standing up will... Take 15 feet of your movement, uh -huh. and you can use the rest of your movement to move wherever you want. But standing uh, up also provokes an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Okay, uh, so never mind that. Now, this thing... I'm just going to cast offensively and heal. 23. What spell are you casting? Oh, uh, Cure Moderate Wounds? Yeah, I was say, if it's 4th level or lower, he's fine. Okay, go ahead and heal. Alright. Oh. Very nice. 24, thank God. Thank Phrasma, <laughs> I mean. It is now the snake's turn, and it's going to react to that tiger that just uh, completely missed him. Yeah, but he's <laughs> no threat whatsoever. Making a making a lot of ruckus over there. Yeah, the tiger is currently ahead, the most threatening me. thing. <laughs> so that is a thirty-two to hit. Did you add the minus two to that? Why is that a minus two? From the movement. for being in the fog. Yeah, just oh. being in the fog gives it a minus two. Oh, sorry, I missed that. I did not so attack attack and damage. Did yeah. I? It's damage too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Did I did I beat you by two? Uh, what did your new total be? Thirty. Oh, you beat me by exactly two. You take thirty nine points of damage. Good lord. Nothing. And now it's going to grapple. Uh, forty five. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I attempt liberty. Okay. So roll escape artist with a plus twenty, Ivan. You know, I I want to say that mine's pretty bad. Considering I only have a two in there, but then... It's better than Cheryl. anyone else so far, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a 30. Uh, that does not escape. I have a feeling something this large is going to be like impossible to escape from. Also, it's a it's a, it's a constrictor snake. It's, it's kind, kind of a specialty, yeah. It's kind of what it does, and it's, it's also does. the size of a fucking house. <laughs> uh, Alright, so it's going to... Now, it's going to put the squeeze on Ivan. So you take 29 points of damage. So now it is Leon's turn. Okay. Well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up. Really. Like, are we really, you guys really just don't make this fucking easy for me, do you? <laughs> no. 
physician, heal thyself. <laughs> uh, I'm going to run. No, uh, I don't know. Let's see. I got to get. Nope. I got to get to Ivan. <sighs> Acrobatics check. I will say this. Got five. This thing has the grappled condition, so I don't think it can make an attack of opportunity on you. Oh, that would it be can't. nice. It can't. It would have to release me, I think, to, in order to do it. No, it can It can attack. It just can't make a new grapple. Mm, look that up, Matt. I'm pretty sure I remember from my days of a grappling monk that you can't make a tax opportunity if you currently have the grappled condition. Grapples cannot move. Take a minus four penalty on decks. Minus two on attack rolls and combat maneuver checks. Except those made to grapple or escape a grapple. Uh, cannot can take no action that requires two hands. Grappled creatures cannot make attacks of opportunity. There it is, right there. Yep. All right. I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm gonna moonwalk over to Le- uh, to uh, Ivan. Then. <laughs> Straight up, talk get to on him the, the floor whole and do yeah. the worm. See, I, absolutely. I I do the worm over to him, uh, and then I am going to cast a spell. I am going to cast Cure Critical on um, Ivan. That's a twenty-eight. All right, guys, new strategy. We're just going to let it squeeze and break my bones left and right while <laughs> Leon heals him until it tires out. You can full attack this thing while you're grappled because you know. have all one-handed weapons, natural mm-hmm. stuff. That's true. Oh, I planned on it. And it's now Devoth's I'm not getting out, so. All right. Devoth is going to run on over here. Uh, maintain the rage. Okay. And I am going to power attack vital strike this guy. Does it 27 to hit? 27 to hit? Yep. Actually, 29, because I'm flanking him now. Oh, you technically are, you son of a bitch. That hits. Am I considered flanking, though, if I'm grappled? Yeah. You are a threatening creature. Yep. And that is 40 damage. And I take two damage back from the from the vicious. Okay, then it is Ivan's turn. Wait, does uh, is there still concealment? Oh, shit, there is. Devoth, rolled at 20%. 35. All right, you hit. All right, Ivan, you're up. Okay, I'm going to take a full round. Remember to power attack and reckless abandon this time. And we'll bite claw claw. A 30 to hit. That beats its AC. Let's roll the concealment. Uh, So I got a 28 on concealment, so you're good. So that's going to be 28 bite damage and 5 lightning damage. Okay. Claw. First one's going to be uh, 29 to hit. That beats its AC. 42, so you do hit. So that's 26 damage plus another 2 lightning damage. And then the second claw was a 25 to hit. That beats its AC. 84. Okay, and yeah, it's another 26 damage and another 6 lightning damage. Ooh. And you kill the snake. Rap nice. the lightning! Oh, don't, don't you nice. grapple me. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, everybody, gather around for some healing. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking Andrew, take too many points. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm assuming everybody's looking pretty rough. Uh, just Cheryl and well, yeah. Ivan, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, they each get a cure series. We'll start with Ivan. Ivan, you heal 23. Cheryl, you heal 19. Shall I keep going? I'm like 15 points off of max, so I'm not doing too bad. Uh, I'm 14 points off of max, and uh, I always thought at full HP I wasn't doing bad, but then that happened. So now I don't know what to think. <laughs> well, I'm going uh, to channel. I was going to say, maybe a channel. 
So oh. an additional 16 Heelys. Motherfucking ha! man. Nailed it. Awesome. All right, so what do you guys do now? Uh, look each direction <laughs> before I move Look anywhere. for more of these giant fucking snakes. <laughs> I'm on high alert. So if you guys are so inclined to stick around and explore the rest of this swamp, and I bet you are. Yep, Duval feels fine. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sure. It can't be any... What is there going to be another giant anaconda? What, like, yeah, come what on. are the odds of that? In a giant swamp. The last time we said this, so two guys went insane, but hey. <laughs> they don't breed. They don't need more than one on an island to make more snake. That's true. Once they eat it, it's, once they eat enough shells, they just explode into more snakes. <laughs> God, that's terrifying. It really is. <laughs> wow. So you guys take like a couple more hours. And you explore the other areas of this mangrove swamp, and it's just a it's a swampy swamp. No more snakes, no more spyglasses. <laughs> Go team. I mean, between what Sandera yeah. told us and what we did ourselves, it seems like we have. I think we've touched every single place of this yeah island now. The only thing we didn't do much with is this, uh, you know, the eastern side of the island here. But from what Sandera said, she did a once over the island and didn't see anything over there. Uh, there was you do remember smashed uh the smashed docks and the stone pylons in that uh over here that yeah the eastern bay. Okay, right, let's let's take a walk over there while we're we're on this side of the island. Let's go take a look. All right, huge stone pylons lead from the shore into the island's eastern bay. The broken beams and timbers that once formed a giant dock lie smashed between them, half submerged in the water. Three giant-sized canoes and a catamaran lie beached on the sand nearby. I know it's been, like, over a week since the first time we were here, but are there any, like, footprints in the on the beach nearby or anything to indicate there was, like, activity recently? Nope. Then DeVos going to take a nice slow walk into the waves and see what's down there. You're just like, oh, okay. Because I got my freedom of movement and water breathing, so I'm just kind of, like, taking a walk into the water. Got it. <laughs> All right. How long of a walk are you taking? Um, just enough to kind of like check out these some of these pylons, see if it looks like they were broken like violently or if they just kind of rotted away from misuse. Uh, the pylons themselves are in very good shape. Uh, it's the wooden docks that rested between them that is uh, in disarray. And you can give me a knowledge engineering check to take a better look at those. I'm going to take a 20 on it for 20. It looks like a combination of disuse and bad weather took apart these docks. It looks like they could have been fully functional even a year ago, though. Oh. So it seems relatively recent that they stopped working. Yes. Is Devoth still out in the ocean walking around? Yeah. I'm going to shout, I said long walks on the beach. <laughs> I think you're going to have to wait to see if he bubbles up. I think you're going to have to sh- like plunge your head underwater and like shout that into the into the <laughs> <laughs> <a> true master. <laughs> so, after a few minutes of checking that out, Dwarf would just come back and just kind of shrug like, "Yeah, all right. Nothing really here." Uh, so you go back to the you go back to the beach. Leon seems a little impatient. All right. Well, doesn't seem like there's anything here other than these big boats. What are the, what's up with the boats? They just boats hanging out. 
the boats are kind of scattered along the beach to the south. So the farthest ones are pretty far away, so you can't see them that well, but uh, they, they look like they're kind of on their side. Like, they don't look like they were put there on purpose. They look like probably like the bad weather that destroyed this dock. Also uh, scattered them across the beach. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, then, you know what? Let's, uh, I'm going to send the mechanical parrot back to the fort and okay. tell them to bring the mascador over to the eastern side of the island and pick us up. Nice. I don't feel like walking all the way across, <laughs> back across the <laughs> plateau. <laughs> I love it. So you're just going to wait here in the bay for the... No, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go over to the, like, the eastern shore. We can go check out the spot that we haven't seen yet. All right, so you like you walk along the beach yeah. of the uh, the eastern bay. <clears throat> Scram's picking up shells like having a hermit crab every now and again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I imagine Leon is annoying him by telling him the the, the well, I don't know what the Latin Latin name of things. <laughs> oh, I know that shell. Oh, I know that shell too. <laughs> Scram might be fascinated by it, like. <laughs> oh, if he's into it, I would definitely be talking. Yeah, about shells. no, no, no. Give me stories. Scram's yeah. like. Yeah, what do I know about shells? <laughs> yeah, that story's fast. Give me a knowledge shells check. I got a 22. You, I rolled knowledge shells. You know some shells personally. So Scram and, and Leon are having a wonderful time frolicking along the beach. Scram is <laughs> collecting shells, and Leon is telling Scram the name of each shell. You guys are, like, chasing hermit crabs. And suddenly... You're like, oh, there's a crab. Oh, there's another crab. Where did all these crabs come from? Oh, my God, there's so many crabs. There is a lot of crabs all of a sudden. Three separate crab swarms bubble up from the sand. A writhing mass of clacking shells and snapping pincers rushes from the the sand, their spider-like legs twitching across the sand. It contains over a thousand normal-sized crabs that rush over their victims, plucking flesh with thousands of pinching claws. That would be... Scram and Leon each have their own swarm uh, for doing their thing. And then the third one is on Devoth. These are actual swarms? Yes. Yeah. Like a, like a and 10 by 10 foot just right. writhing mass okay. of each a thousand crabs. Uh, Scram, uh, you take three points of damage. Leon, you take nine points of damage. Devoth, you take nine points of damage. Everyone roll initiative. How does the mechanics of the melee attack against the swarm work again? Depends uh, on the size of the creatures in the swarm. Yeah. So these are... Each individual crab is diminutive sized. Uh, so a swarm made up of tiny creatures takes half damage from slashing and piercing weapons. A swarm of finer diminutive creatures is immune to all weapon damage. Scram. Initiative. 11. Devoth. 24. Leon. 24. What's your modifier? Plus 6. Devoth. Plus 4. Okay. Uh, Cheryl. 9. And Ivan. 12. Okay, Leon, you are up first. I'm going to cast Levitate on myself. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to use a movement action to hover 10 feet in the air as I raise above crabs like Jesus. <laughs> no, you should make it 15. <laughs> Look at those moves. I think moves. they take up a 10-foot square. Yeah, but they, they don't take up a 10-foot cube. No, yeah, they're just like... Yeah, that uh, would be wild if it was a 10-foot cube of crabs, though. <laughs> gelatinous cube of crabs. <laughs> okay, uh, Devoth, you're up. Uh, Devoth is going to just yell for everyone. Just, Everybody, get out of here! And he runs. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Devoth is going to use a move action to run to here, and he's going to ready an action to keep moving if his crew follows him. All right. Crab Swarm's turn. No, it is not Crab Swarm's turn. Uh, Ivan's turn. Um. Well, seeing the guy that brings people back to life fly up and good old Captain take off, I'm going to turn around and run away, and as I'm running away, I'm going to turn into an owl and fly up 30 feet. Okay. Now it's the Swarm's turn. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope they can't grapple. Look at this map. It's Cheryl and swarms. It's it's Scram also. It's Scram. Yeah, Scram's under one of them swarms. All right, so uh, well, there's no swarm on Scram. You take ten points of Not damage. Yet. Ten points of damage from the swarm. Uh-huh. The swarm that is below Leon moves in on Cheryl and take and Cheryl takes ten damage. Uh, the other swarm will. Skitter on over to Devoth. Ooh, Devoth takes ten points of damage. And now it is Scram's turn. Uh <laughs> Scram is gonna move out of here. I don't care if I att- uh, provoke. Swarms can't take attacks for opportunity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Scram is gonna cast Fireball into uh somewhere that, you know, Cheryl's not gonna get involved. Sure. So yeah, so you can get the swarm that you were in and the swarm engulfing Cheryl, but just like the edge of that swarm. Yeah, so it doesn't hit Cheryl. Uh, so they need to make a reflex save, which is funny to me. Uh, top left, reflex of 20. And then the one on Cheryl is a 11. Does not pass. Okay. Uh, and since these are swarms, any area of effect damage deals 50% again as much damage. Okay. So four, 42. Okay, so... So what's that, 60, 60 63. 63, yep, on, here, let me color them. So the blue one on Cheryl takes 63, and the red one takes 21 times 50%, so that's 31. Yeah. Uh, so blue is obliterated, somehow, even though the half-covering Cheryl didn't get hit by the fireball at all. I guess enough <sighs> enough crabs got burned where like the remaining ones were just like, fuck this shit, I'm out, <laughs> and they just scurried into the ocean. Uh, okay, it is now Cheryl's turn. Ha! Huh. So, this huge ball of fire just scared, like, obliterated part of, and then scared away the rest of the swarm on me. And now, there's no swarm on me. And, uh, Correct. it's my turn. Things are looking up. I'm gonna run. <laughs> Grab me like a balloon! <laughs> <laughs> I can't go horizontal! <laughs> I would love would that work? nothing more than to grab him like a balloon. You're, that's going to be a mode of transportation Leon, at some point. Yeah, and you're 10 feet off the ground? Yeah, I'm 10 feet. All right. Well, so if, if Cheryl wants to run over to Leon and then make an acrobatics check to jump. Uh, <laughs> that's Cheryl's Wait, now we've been here. We've been here before. Yeah, I, I think Is to jump five absurd? feet off the ground, you need to. T- uh, it's something 20. crazy. Yeah. Le- a 20, yeah. Leon, drop a rope. <laughs> that's what I'm just I'm gonna start carrying a rope on my waist so when I love it I can just drop it and people can carry me around which way is the ocean north yes so if I did like a, one of these moves you know like went like this way okay I could try and then even if I failed it wouldn't be bad I would still be running away yeah I mean can you even get a 20 if I roll a 20 oh you mean you have a minus 5 I believe oh. to your acrobatics 
Oh, I see. Yeah. No, I can't even. <laughs> ah, I'll find a way out. I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Especially since you saved my life just a moment ago. It feels real bad running away <laughs> while you're even in the slightest amount of danger. It feels like you could. You know, I would definitely. You could. What if you took a standard action to throw a rope to Leon, and then when he caught it, you use your move action to go thirty away. You could delay until after Leon, and Leon could drop a rope on his turn, or just descend five feet, and you just grab his foot. Okay. Yeah. Let's try something like that. <laughs> Can I just do like a? Oh, delay delays my whole yeah, turn. Yeah. I can't five foot step and then okay, let's try that. All right, so you're gonna you're just delaying your whole turn until after Leon. Leon, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to use my movement to go down five feet. Okay, so that he can grab me, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to cast a spell. Windwall. I'm going to do here because we're all going south right now, right? I don't know. I, I didn't actually measure distance, so hold on one second. Let me. Uh, 10 feet long per level and 5 feet high per level. So it is now, now Cheryl's turn. Alright, here we go. I'm gonna come over here, grab him, and then continue. That was 15, 20, 30? Welcome to the Macy's Day Parade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and now it is Devoth's turn. Devoth is going to turn and run south. (laughs) through the windy <laughs> So, just then, two giant crabs uh, come exploding out of the surf. We should give this island back. What is this place? I don't want I don't want it anymore. We need to kill everything. <laughs> just burn it to the ground. I, we should raise the island. Seriously. Holy shit. <laughs> and they close in. Butter and guns. Uh Scram and Ivan. So, first scram. I'm also 30 feet in the air. Ah, oh, shit, you're an owl. Hoot, hoot, motherfucker. Think I was sticking around for that bullshit? <laughs> right. <laughs> Once you realize flying is in the cards, life oh, gets better. Question. How- like swarms? I, I just look over those. at you from five feet off the ground. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> how, long, how long has it been since we fought the anaconda? Uh, a couple, couple hours. Uh, like three hours, I think. Okay. Freedom of movement lasts 10 minutes per level. I just okay. wanted to make... Like, I figured it was gone, but I wanted to make sure. All right, so... Scram. 31 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay. That's 13 damage. And... 29 to grapple. Yeah, that grapples. Okay. So that's going to be... What is this island with things fucking constricting us? <laughs> yeah, also, everything is so big. The size of these crabs right now... They're like they're shark eating crabs. You take a scram, take another thirteen damage from the pinchy pinch claw. <laughs> uh, it is now Ivan's turn, and we'll pick that up next week. Oh my god! See ya. Oh god. Uh, see ya. See ya. See ya. Thank you for yeah. saving my life, Leon. Oh, you're welcome, Cheryl. <laughs> it was no problem at all. <laughs>